Hey guys, this is the Carson Crumnick Talk Show, episode number 33. And before I wanted to start this episode of the Daily NFL News for today, I wanted to get in some of the NFL news today that have that have happened. So number one, the steel is the Steelers have reportedly two players that tested positive for the coronavirus. And two Tom Brady reportedly is still leading the Buccaneers workouts, uh, Buccaneers workouts, despite the NFLPA's warning. And Seahawks and Ravens reportedly have discussed signing Antonio Brown. And now let's get into topic number one, the daily, the daily NFL news. Why I think Ryan Tannehill will not have as good as a season he had last year in 2019 with the Titans. And topic number two. Why Sam Howell, UNC's quarterback, is a sneaky good prospect for the 2022 or 2023 NFL Draft. Let's get into topic number one. Why I think Ryan Tannehill will not have as good as a season he had last year in 2019 with the Titans. After a good year from Mike Vrabel and the Titans as they finished 9-7 and and second in the division. And before Tannehill started, started they were 2-4 and four with Marcus Mariota at the helm. And things were not looking good and they had to make some changes. And they were two games back of the Texans. And a change of quarterback was the right thing to do as Ryan Tannehill took over the starting job in Week 7 and led them to seven wins and three losses when he started ever since Week 7. And, and he sealed the final wildcard spot, which meant the Steelers would not make the playoffs. Tannehill threw for 2,742 yards and 22 touchdowns to just six interceptions, and he had a career-high passer rating of 117.5, which led the NFL. And he led his team in the Gillette Stadium to play the Patriots in the wildcard game, and he scored the biggest victory of his career, completing eight of, out of 15 passes, eight out of 15 of his passes for 72 yards and one touchdown. And of course, he had some help with the NFL's leading rusher this past season in Derrick Henry, who had 34 carries for 182 yards rushing and one touchdown. And Henry also had one reception for 20, one reception for 22 yards. And he averaged 5.4 yards per carry against the Patriots in that game. Did Henry? Even though Tannehill had help in the running game. He did not have help in the receiving game, and he did not have help, uh, much help at all in the receiving game, though. As backup tight end Anthony Ferkser led the Titans in receiving yards in that game with two receptions for 23 yards and one touchdown. And second was Derrick Henry. But yeah, no receiver on the team had more than 23 receiving yards that game, which is pretty bad and shocking. But the Titans won 20-13. to then the Titans faced the Ravens in the divisional round, and, and it was in Baltimore. And in that game, Tannehill completed half of his passes with completing 7 out of his 14 passes for just 80, for 88 yards and 2 touchdowns. And yet again, the workhorse Derrick Henry carried the load and carried his team, basically put the team on his back. And they have a really good running game with Henry. Literally put the team on his back, and he carried the load with 30 carries for 195 rushing yards, and he also had two receptions for seven yards. And Henry even threw a three-yard touchdown pass. 
in a wild card formation. I mean, not a wild card, in a wildcat formation, resulting in a 28 to 12 upset over the Ravens. And then they were on the road against the Chiefs. This time, I mean, this time they were in Kansas City against the Chiefs and faced Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Tannehill put up some good numbers in this game with completing 21 out of his 31 passes for 209 yards and two touchdowns. Those are some respectable stats. And Derrick Henry struggled in the running game with just 19 carries. 19 carries for just 69 yards and one touchdown. There was a little more production out of the receivers this game, with Corey Davis leading the team in receptions and receiving yards with five receptions for 65 yards, which is still isn't good. And former rookie star wide receiver A.J. Brown was second in receiving with just three receptions for 51 yards. So even though Tannehill did his thing and put up good numbers, Derrick Henry struggled in the running game and there was still little to no production in the receiving game, as no receivers on the team put up 100 receiving yards in that game. And the Chiefs' defense was too good, with Chris Jones, Alex Okafor, Derek Nottie, Frank Clark, Damian Wilson, and Anthony Hitchens. And Tyron Matthew, and Bashad Breeland, and Charvarius Ward, and Rashad Fenton. And they had Morris Claiborne. But now he's a free agent. So yeah, the Chiefs defense was really good. And it was a lot to handle. The Chiefs obviously went to went on to defeat Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Ta- but Tannehill had a solid receiving core with AJ Brown, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and they had Tajay Sharp, but now he's on the Vikings, and Khalif Raymond and tight ends John New Smith and Anthony Ferkser. But in his rookie year, A.J. Brown emerged as a really good receiver at 6'1", 226 pounds, and was a dominant receiver and was a dominant deep threat with his quick feet, good route running, his, with his speed, quick feet, really good route running, really good hands, and he was productive in the slot too. He had 52 receptions for 1,051 yards and 8 touchdowns in his rookie year. And as, and as a result, he finished third in the Offensive Rookie of the Year voting, only behind Josh Jacobs and the offensive rook, reigning Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kyler Murray. And I think he's going to take on a bigger load and be even better this year in 2020 in this upcoming NFL season. And in his second year, in the second year, and I think he will be a very – I think he will be not only – even better, but he's still going to be a very good receiver, not only with his speed, burning defenders and outrunning defenders, and with his really good hands, but I think he's going to be a deep threat, and he's going to be productive in the slot. So, he's a good uh, target to have. He can work the slot, he's very productive, can run the short and intermediate routes, he has good hands, good route running, he is uh He's a lot of knowledge of the game. He can run the whole route tree. He's speedy. Surprisingly, for how big of a guy he is, he's really strong. He's six one, and he's really fast. Like he, he can, he can burn you from the line of scrimmage. He burns defenders. He outruns defenders. He's a good deep threat. He's really good. He's a good, just a good overall receiver, eclipsing a thousand receiving yards in his rookie year, which is still really impressive.
And he's going to be a really good option and target as a number one receiver for Ryan Tannehill. And he's going to take on a bigger leadership role as well, which will help him. And they also have Corey Davis, who's solid. And, he, and he's fast and has good hands. And he's very productive in the slot with his speed and his good hand and his good hands. And he's a good deep threat. And he's good route running. Chris, he runs crisp routes. He's a great route runner. He gets open easily. He's a quick little he's a good receiver. He's a good he can play in the slot and he can be a deep threat with his speed. But yeah. He can play in the slot and he can play um probably outside, but probably more in the slot because he's more quicker and faster and he's really good hands. He can be a lot reliable, but they also have Adam Humphreys there, so that's why they'd probably use him more outside because Adam Humphreys is, is a very reliable slot receiver and was for Jameis Winston and the Buccaneers when Jameis Winston was on the Buccaneers. Winston is now on the Saints, but Humphreys was a very reliable uh, slot receiver for the Buccaneers, and he's been dealing with injuries this year with the Titans. That's why he hasn't had that much production. But um, but yeah, Corey Davis is a solid receiver. He's fast. He has good hands. He's very dynamic speed and brings a lot of speed to that offense that already has a lot of speed with A.J. Brown, Khalif Raymond, Adam Humphreys. <laughs> that, that offense has a lot of speed. And Corey Davis... Not only is fast and has good hands, and he's also very productive in the slot with his speed and good hands. And he's a good deep threat. He's quick, fast, and has very good hands, and he has good he's a good route runner. And he had 43 receptions for 601 yards and two touchdowns in 2019. And he's a solid option and target to go to for Tannehill. When AJ Brown isn't open. When he ha when Tannehill has to go to his second and third reads. Adam Humphreys is a good slot receiver. He's small at 5'11", but makes up for it for being really quick, fast, and has good hands. But he was dealing with injuries, like I mentioned, uh, in this past season, 2019. As a result, he had just 37 receptions for 374 yards and just two touchdowns. But he's a really good slot receiver and is very reliable and very productive in the slot. And he will give Tannehill those little five-yard gains to move the chains. Whether he runs slant routes, out routes, curl routes, squirrel routes, flat routes, comeback routes, he's going to give you production out of the slot and get open almost every play. He's just like Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, Wes Welker, Cole Beasley, those type of guys. So yeah, Humphreys is a good slot receiver and is going to be a good option and target to go to in the slot for Tannehill. And Khalif Raymond... Is solid, even though he's not really featured and a, he's not really a big part of that offense. But he's really fast and ran a whopping 4-3-4 40-yard uh, dash time at his pro day. And he has good hands and brings speed to a receiving core that ha already has a lot of speed with A.J. Brown and Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys. And Raven and um, Raymond came up big against the Ravens in the divisional round, showcasing his good hands, toughness, his speed, his very and dynamic speed. Actually, he's very quick and he's very dynamic speed. Although he's not featured that much and is not a big part of that offense, he is still a solid target to go to for Tannehill. 
And Raymond had on the season 2019, he had nine receptions for 174 total yard total yards and one touchdown. So yeah, he Raymond is a solid target to go to for Tannehill. Along with AJ Brown, Adam Humphreys, and Corey Davis. And tight ends, Jonu Smith and Anthony Ferkser are both solid targets for Tannehill. Jonu Smith is solid, and he's 6'3", 248 pounds, and is fast for a tight end. He's exceptionally fast for a tight end. He moves really good for a tight end. And he has good hands, and good strong hands. And he's looking to have a big year as the tight end one for the Titans. And he's looking to prove he can be the Titans' tight end one, which is a starting tight end. And he had 35 receptions for 439 yards and three touchdowns in 2019. And is a, and he, and is a solid target to go to for Tannehill. They also have backup tight end Anthony Ferkser and their, their other tight end, who is also solid. He's pretty fast. And he ran a 4.79 40-yard dash at his pro day, which is pretty solid for a tight end. That's not bad. And he has good hands and is another target to go to for Tannehill. They also have a good running game with star running back Derrick Henry, who's really good and one of the best running backs in the game. He's a top five running back in the game. He's up there with Saquon and McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones in them. And he's huge at 6'3", 238 pounds is Henry. And he's a hard runner. And he's really fast for his size with his 4'5", 4'5", 40-yard dash speed that he ran at, at the 2016 Combine. And he has fantastic footwork and balance. And he has good vision and he reads his blockers properly. He had, on 303 total attempts, 1,540 uh, yards, 40 rushing yards, and 16 touchdowns. And he had his career high in carries and rushing yards and touchdowns and receptions with 18 and his average yards per carry with 5.1. All of that resulting in him leading the NFL in rushing. Overall, Derrick Henry is a great running back, and he's really fast for his size. He's a hard runner. He has good footwork, fantastic footwork. He has good vision, and he reads his blockers properly. And he brings a really good running game to the Titans. And overall, he's a great player and running back. They also have a good offensive line with Taylor Luan, Roger Saffold, Dennis Kelly, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and newly drafted Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia. And they will give Tannehill time in the pocket and protection. So yeah, overall the Titans have a good quarterback in Ryan Tannehill, and he had a breakout season last year after the Titans started 2-4 and four with Mariota at the helm. Tannehill came in and started Week 7 and beyond, and led the Titans to a 7-3 and overall record to end the year after taking over as a starter in Week 7. And he led them to the AFC Championship, which they lost to the Chiefs. But they had two away playoff games in a row that they won. First one was in Foxborough against the Patriots. And Tannehill led the Titans to beat and beat them 20-13. to And then he had And then he had led them to another win. This time it was in Baltimore over MVP Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And he led 
and he led the league with the highest quarterback rating with 100 with 117.5 and he won AP comeback player of the year as a result and he has a solid receiving core with AJ Brown Corey Davis Adam Humphreys Khalif Raymond and tight ends Jonu Smith and Anthony Ferkser and he has a really good running game with top five running back in the league Derrick Henry arguably top three but Saquon McCaffrey Zeke um, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, he's up there. Yeah, and they have a really good running game with Derrick Henry, who's unbelievable. And they have a good offensive line with Taylor Luan, Roger Saffold, Dennis Kelly, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and Isaiah Wilson, the newly newly drafted out of Georgia. They will, and they will give Tannehill time in the pocket and protection. But the only thing I think they still need to add is another playmaker at receiver, along with A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, and Adam Humphreys. But they need that really good number two receiver with, to go along with A.J. Brown, because A.J. Brown's number one receiver, but they need that really good two, uh, number two receiver, and that could be Corey Davis. Corey Davis, he's solid, he's very dynamic speed, he's fast, and he has good hands, and he has good route running. He's sharp, crisp, and he gets open. He, I like him. He's really good, but I don't. But I don't think um, Corey Davis is that really good number two receiver that that uh, I'm pointing out here and that they need. And they already have their slot receiver with Adam Humphreys, and they just need that number two receiver. They have the number one receiver with AJ Brown, and they have their slot receiver with Adam Humphreys. But they need that number two receiver, and they're looking at Corey Davis and Khalif Raymond here. And that could be Corey Davis or Khalif Raymond, as I mentioned. They both are solid and both have very dynamic speed and, and are fast. And they have very dynamic speed and bring a lot of speed to that to that offense that already has a lot of speed with A.J. Brown and, and Adam Humphreys. And you add Corey Davis' dynamic speed and Khalif Raymond's dynamic speed to that. Jeez. And I think Tannehill, I think Tannehill is good and has a good targets. But I think they need that number two receiver to emerge along with A.J. Brown as a number one receiver and Adam Humphreys as a number two receiver. And they have good tight ends with John Drew Smith and uh, Anthony Ferkser. But I still think Tannehill is going to have a good year, but not as good as a year as he had last year. Yeah, that's topic number one. Let's get into topic number two. Why Sam Howell, UNC's quarterback, is a sneaky good prospect for the twenty for the upcoming twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three NFL draft in a few years. Sam Howell, as a true freshman quarterback for UNC last year, put up really impressive numbers with completing two hundred fifty nine out of his four hundred twenty two passes for three thousand three thousand six hundred forty one yards a passing yards and 38 touchdowns and just to just seven interceptions and a completion percentage of 61.4 resulting in anyone the ACC's offensive rookie and overall rookie of the year awards and he led the ACC in passing yards and tap and touchdowns and he led his team to a seven and six overall record and a four and four record in the conference and he led them 
to a blowout victory. They won 55-13 against Temple in the Military Bowl. Showcasing his good arm, showcasing his talents with with his good arm and his good art with his really good arm and his really good arc his good and his really good arm with his really good arm and his really good arm strength and he has good touch and accuracy on his deep balls leading his receivers and putting the ball only where his receivers can go and get it and catch it just dropping it in the bucket And his arm strength and trajectory allow him to make bucket throws beyond 50 yards down the down the field. Yeah, and his arm strength and tra- uh, trajectory allow him to make bucket throws beyond 50 yards down the field when necessary. While his ball placement on deep passes, while his ball placement on deep passes is very impressive. So is his ability to utilize his arm strength in order to drive the football. He can fit a pass into tight or closing windows by putting little trajectory on the ball. He can he can zip those in. He throws very hard and very accurate. Those his receivers open. You'd rather throw. Uh, this is a saying that the NFL has. You want to throw your receivers open, not to your open receivers. So yeah, he has very good trajectory on the ball and good arm strength, and not maybe not so as much athletic, but he makes up for it with his really good arm strength, really good trajectory in the ball, really good touch on his deep balls. He's a really good short and intermediate passer in the flat. He has good reads. He finds his open receivers. He makes good reads, and he's overall a really good quarterback. Little trajectory. And he and him threading by putting little and by him putting little trajectory in the ball, he can fit passes into tight or closing windows by putting, like I said, little trajectory. And he th- and threading needles. And he's very accurate, and he very accurately places the ball away from pursuing defensive backs, which allows his receivers to get it. He throws um, to where his receivers can only get it. So overall, he's a really good quarterback, and I think he's a sneaky good prospect for the 2022 or 2023 NFL draft because he, he was only a freshman this past, uh, last year. He's going into his sophomore year this year. And yeah, that will wrap up this episode number 33 of the Daily NFL News, and I will catch you guys later. And I hope you guys show me support and love because I'm putting in two, three hours a day on this NFL podcast, and I love doing it. I love it. That's why exactly why I'm doing it. I love it. To know that I'm putting in all this work and you, you guys checking it out and listening to it makes me feel good. So, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy this uh, episode, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow.